Welcome, my name is Doug Simcox and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been a part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today we are talking with Betty Johnson from Savannah, New York. Betty created the Facebook page, the New York State Rodeo Museum. She also helped create the Empire Barrel Racing Association, and later she helped create the ERA, the Empire Rodeo Association. She shares her reason for starting the Facebook page and her vision of a rodeo museum somewhere in upstate New York. She also tells us how she got started in rodeo, how her wedding ceremony was performed, and her experience in the Delaware County 4-H Club. I hope that you enjoy. Eddie, what I want to talk about today is this great Facebook page that you started that's called the New York State Rodeo Museum. It's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Tell me how you came up with the idea to start this group. Well, I really didn't have the idea to have it Facebook. I, my idea was I wanted to start a building with, for a rodeo so we could put all this stuff in it and keep it forever. And I somehow started this page and Cindy Cameron was the first one to post on the page. She posted Hub Hubble's picture and she helped me because I'm not very smart when it comes to computers. And she helped me, and I was able to get his picture up at the top. So I've been changing the pictures ever since. And Cindy's been my right arm with this page. And um, this page is just, without the people on the page, it would be nothing. Mm -hmm. and, and what a great assembly of people you have. Um, what, did I, what did I see? 1181 members right now yes and it's still growing and and the stories and the pictures and the comments everything that's being put up on here i have to tell you it inspired me to start this podcast well i'm glad i'm really glad and what makes me the happiest is that everybody else is happy <laughs> <laughs> that's a great perspective i love that yeah People like to share. There's great stories out there and, and gosh, the pictures they're putting up and the experiences that they're talking about. You are really collecting a lot of very valuable, uh, valuable information. Well, the best people on earth are the cattle people and the rodeo people. I would agree with that. Salt of the earth, they say. I would agree with yep. that. Yeah. Yep. I used to show cattle and they help me just like the rodeo people help each other. Yeah. You can always count on them. So, so what's your vision? Where are you headed with this, Betty, with this uh, page? Well, I would still like to find uh, a group to get interested and get a, a building with a rodeo museum in it. Um, Dickie Barrett mentioned that if, they hit, if we hit a building, he would put his dad's uh, bucking car in it, and it's also the clown barrel. Wouldn't that be awesome? Absolutely. So old man Barrett's car, right? And, yeah. and And Dickie played Ma back in the day. Well, Dickie played Ma most of the time, and he'd get out there, and he had big boobs, and he'd strut <laughs> around, and oh, we just loved him. Dusty was uh, Dickie, is Dickie's nephew. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and Dusty, of course, uh, was a saddle bronc rider. 
Um, yeah. And I got to know him through rodeo that way. Um, so yeah, what a great family and Lindy, Linda Tinker and, and all of the connection there. What a great, and Skeet Barrett, of course. Skeet. Yes. Don't forget Skeet. Don't forget Skeet. <laughs> and I He's see a champion barrel racer. She's he, he come a long ways. Absolutely. And I see that she's got a barrel racing clinic coming up in Attica in June. Yeah. She's, um, you know, we did the, uh, barrel racing down here in Savannah on the Potato Fest field for about 12 years. And Skeet come to, well, first off, I'll tell you, Skeet uh, come to me at one of rodeo. She used to take pictures, and she came to me and wanted to know if I thought she could barrel race. So I put her on my horse. We put up uh, garbage barrels, and I worked with her and got her started slow. Then Bob and I found a horse for her that, he was a barrel horse. He wasn't no really great barrel horse, but he was a good learning horse. And Dickie could rope off from him. And uh, she just went on and on. She did uh, uh, Lynn McKenzie clinics, and she just learned and learned. And while we were doing the barrel races down here to Savannah, she come up to me and she says, Betty, do you think I can do a clinic? And I said, when do you want to do it? And um, she gave me a date. And I had to call her, and I said, Skeet, we got a problem. She says, I knew it, I knew it, nobody's coming. I said, Skeet, we need another page. She goes, Dickie, Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Well, that, and, that, that, and Skeet, she's awesome. She is she's awesome. awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. I can remember watching her run. Um, so, yep. so backing up just a little bit more, what got you interested in rodeo? Well, um, I was, um, I got my first horse when I was 13, and uh, my best friends, Ginger Alston and Teeny Brando, uh, were the three of us that rode in town, and we were horse show people. You know, there wasn't any rodeos around, and we were horse show people. So I bought this one mare, and uh, she was a yearling, and she had racing blood in her, and um I took her to a guy to work with her, and he said, well, he says, I really think you ought to barrel race this horse. She'll never make a pleasure horse. So that's how I got into rodeo. And I was probably 19, 20 years old when I got into rodeo. Oh, okay. Had you, had you on the horse show inside, had you run barrels and poles and that sort of thing? Oh, no. no. We didn't do that. Are <laughs> no. you kidding me? <laughs> So you were you were more on Western pleasure and equitation and stuff like that. Yeah, and trail classes and yeah. Oh, we couldn't do that with our horses. <laughs> How that changed. <laughs> yeah, and then you met a cowboy. Yep, Bob Johnson. Yeah. Um, we met at a small dinky little rodeo somewhere. They had it in the middle of the week at a little town. And Candy Harris introduced us. Then we, I, I went to Attica Rodeo, and he went to Attica Rodeo, and we started going together at Attica Rodeo. And then it was the next June, he and I got married at the Lima Rodeo on horseback. Yeah, so if if I'm remembering right, you you got married in 1965, you had said. I think that's right. So you met him at the 1964 Attica Rodeo. No, no, no. 
no, I met him at a little tiny rodeo. Oh. I can't even remember the name of the town where it was. But we went to Attica Rodeo mm. after that, and that's when we started going together. Then it got serious. Yeah. Then it got serious. Tell me, yep. tell tell us about Ad, the Attica Rodeo in those early days. Well, we rode in all five performances. You know, we stayed there uh, from... Uh, let me see. We went there Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday night, Saturday, two performances, Sunday, two performances. And it was way late in the morning when you got home. Right. And, and they finally, I think, quit doing Sunday afternoon performances because it was pretty tough to get home. Yeah. And that's a lot of performances in a weekend. That's a lot going on. Yeah, but it was great. It was great doing <laughs> those five uh, runs. And we all stayed there, and we were just one great big family having a good time. Okay, and and tell me about um, tell me about getting married at the Lima Rodeo. Well, um, Bob went out and uh, tried to get a minister to marry us, and we he couldn't find anybody to do it. So about ten o'clock at night, Elsie Patterson says, "You're getting married here." Well, I said, well, we were planning on it, but we can't find anybody to do it. She says, you go up to my house and call my brother-in-law and tell him to get here and do it. And he was a justice of peace. And Bob and I both said, well, I guess we won't get married. He probably won't show up. But he did show up. He did. And he, and he would not ride a horse. Okay. And somebody said, is this the uh, first time you ever married anybody at a rodeo? And he says, this is the first time I married anybody, period. <laughs> So, so on, both you and Bob were on horseback. Yes. Oh my! Mel Harris was our his uh, um, what do you call it? best man, and Candy Harris was the maid of honor, okay. and we were all on horseback. All on and, horseback. Okay. Yeah, and the poor Justice of Peace, he was a little bit nervous because he's standing down there looking at all these horses. <laughs> that is pretty well, cool. Well, he did it. He did a good job. He did a good job, and, and you got married, and and then got serious about rodeo. Then you started going. Now, you told me earlier that Bob, backing up before you met him, actually had taken steers to the very first Attica rodeo. Yep, he did, and that was before I, long before I knew him. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the horse you were talking about, the yearling, was that Baldy? No, no, no. Baldy was a uh, uh, actually Baldy had points in cutting when we got him. We bought him from Gene Harper. We sold two horses for five hundred dollars and bought Baldy for a thousand, and that was a lot of money back then. That would be. And Baldy, he was just a super uh, big gun stout horse, and. Uh, he was tough to run barrels because it was hard to stay with him. And Bob did a lot of hazing with him, and he'd come out of that chute so strong that he'd pull their hand right off the steering, uh, off the saddle horn. And um, uh, Ward Mitchell and Daryl Lane used him a lot for hazing. He was a good horse. He was a good horse, and and you ran barrels on him, right? Yeah, I tried to. <laughs> Like I say, he, he did good on barrels, but he was so strong that it was hard to run him. Okay. You know, it's hard to stay with him. Yeah. You get behind him, and that's not good when you get behind a horse and barrel racing. 
you need to be up ahead of them, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so barrel racing, um, you help start the Empire Barrel, barrel Racing Association, the EBRA. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I, we used to go to horse shows and stuff and barrel race, and you never knew what you were going to have for a barrel. They might have a pole, they might have pylons. You just never know. Or a little dinky barrel that you could hardly see. And uh, we kept saying we need an association so we can have the regular barrels. And um, I kept talking when I went to shows. And this one show, girls told me, I can't remember her name, but she told me, she said, you get a hold of Candy Harris and you'll get an association. So I went my mom and I went up to state fairgrounds, and they had uh, roping and uh, barrel racing up there. And we sat uh, in uh, stands there, and right in front of us were these three girls. Come to find out, it was Candy Harris, Judy Sawyer, and Gloria Douglas. And uh, I walked up to Candy, and I says, are you Candy Harris? You should have seen the look on her <laughs> face when she said, yeah, well, that started it. Candy and I got the EBRA, and we got the rules, and that's history. Wow. And and do you remember when that was, approximately, Betty, when you started uh, that? That was probably a year after. It was before Bob and I were married. Oh, wow. Okay. So it must have been probably in 1964, maybe. Okay. Okay. And I'm not good on dates. Well, I could never remember dates. That's that's you're you're doing great, absolutely. Um, and then you also start a newsletter for the Empire Rodeo Association. Well, we'll back up a little bit here. Okay, the okay. ERA yeah. got started at our first uh, EBRA uh, banquet. I got the guys downstairs. And uh, I said, uh, you're going to start a, a rodeo association. They said, well, we'll talk about it. And I said, no, <laughs> you're going to uh, get your uh, president and your rest of the people and get your association started. So they did. And when they got to the secretary, I gave him the, Gene Redding it was, I gave him the paperwork that I had written down, and I went upstairs. And I should have stayed downstairs <laughs> because the girls were not happy with me because all their husbands were downstairs talking about rodeo. They wanted to dance. <laughs> so, but they got over it. They got over it. So that's how ERA started. So you are responsible then, just to be clear, for starting the Empire Barrel Racing Association. That ran so well, they said, we need to now start the Empire Rodeo Association. Right. That I is figured neat. they needed one. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. Well, you need one for your rules. So mm -hmm. you got the same, so you know when you go to this rodeo, that's what it's going to be. Exactly. Yes. You know, you weren't going to be running around a dumb pole for a barrel race. Right, right. And, and what did uh, having the association... And the rules. Um, how did the organization? How did a, how did a rodeo change, or how did a barrel racing event change when the EBRA came in and ran it? Well, mostly, like I said, we we had the rules that they had to use the barrels, mm -hmm. and you know, and um, 
then eventually, I think we, if they could, we thought how far from the fence they should be, okay. and you know, mm-hmm. just kind of stuff like that. For sure. And then you had a secretary and timers and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, the secretary was the rodeo, but in the in the association, yeah, we had Candy Harris was our first president. Oh, okay, okay. And she's unfortunately her and Mill are not with us anymore. Mm. And that's another thing. Um, I'd like to mention, you know, I tried to start a cowboy cowgirl heaven, and Doug, somehow uh, people can't get on it. Somehow I, I want, I don't know. I just don't know what to do to get that going. It should be going. Okay. And my, my uh, big thing with this page is that I didn't start at 15, at least 15 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we've lost so many good people. For sure. So so luckily we're capturing it now. Explain to me yeah. what Cowboy, Cowgirl, Heaven, what your vision of that is, Betty. Gone but not forgotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, you know, I got it, but people can't. I got it on there, but people can't get in. I wanted it to be something big on that page. I wanted, you know... To, to people to post about, they have posted some, like Pete um, Manchurio, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He He's on there, a picture of him, you know, and uh, things. Donna, um, Whitney, and Bud Fisher are on there, pictures of them. But people can't get on that page. I don't, Arlo Keole, he's on there. Um but it's not—it's not what it—it's it, not what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be so everybody could get on it. Okay, so so I I have to admit this is the first time, and I'm looking at the page now, and I see the cowboy under the chats. I see the cowboy cowgirl heaven chat. Is there? Yes. A, okay, so maybe if we. Maybe if we give a little bit of instruction and encourage people to participate, maybe maybe we can get them into that section of the of of your page. So, Doug, try clicking on it on the on so cowboy cowgirl heaven. Try clicking on it and see if you can get in it. Join. There's people wrote to me and they can't get in it. All right, let me do that while I'm here. I I click the join, and I yeah I believe I'm in the chat. Uh, let's see, Joseph, um, uh, Tammy, Joseph, they've, Catherine, they've all posted something here. Yeah, if we go up, there, there is stuff in, uh, absolutely, there's some stuff in the chat. So we'll put a call of action out there for our listeners to please, please go on the Facebook page. On the right-hand side, there's a chat box about a third of the way down, and it's called Cowboy Cowgirl Heaven. And please join that. Please join that. Now, is there any section where they can put pictures, um, maybe of these folks that, that have passed away that they'd like to like to remember? Can they put them anywhere? Yeah, yes, yes. That's what that's my intention of starting that. And uh, if you click on it, do you have to be a member to be able to get in there? I mean, everybody's a member and they still can't get in there. Oh no, I'm well. I'm able to get in, but it's a chat. Meaning, oh, can you mm-hmm. can you see where James Ross was, and he's got a it tells all about him and uh, 
there's a picture of him? Not in the chat, no. Not in the cowboy cowgirl heaven? Uh, Bud Fisher, all around cowboy, is that? No, I no? Was, uh, right at the top is uh, James Ross okay, Cavanaugh. Let me, let me go all the way to the top here. James Ross Cavanaugh, born in 1932 in Glendive, Montana. So yes. you can get it. I can get it. Yes, absolutely. So we need to call action to all the members, 1181 of you. Please go join this Cowboy Cowgirl Heaven chat, and let's post up some pictures. Yes, and add to it. And add to it. We This is their history, right? This is the Rodeo Cowboys and Cowgirls of the state of New York. It's their history page. Yeah, let's let's put it up. Let's let's start to have you some know, fun with this. You know, I felt so bad because it didn't take off, and I thought that should be one of the one of the another big things on the page because we got so many good people that aren't with us anymore. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's. I let, don't know. Let's see. I don't know if I should do something else to get it better, or I don't know. See, well, I'm not too smart. Then, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite people to join the chat and give us some ideas on, is there a better way to pay tribute to these folks? Is there a better way exactly. to... Okay. To post them Perfect. up. Perfect. Okay. All right. That's why we're having this conversation. And, and, and this is what I want. I want to be able to show and, and help this page grow. That's what we need to yeah. do, Betty. Okay. Well, I think this behind the shoots will help. Yes. That you're doing. Yes. I think this is a great thing that you're doing. Well, it, it kind of comes full circle. And what I mean by that, um, I, I, I said earlier that you inspired me to do the podcast. So last summer, actually, let me back up. It was actually last May. I went to Fort Worth to watch Dalen Swearingen compete at the PBR World uh, Finals. And, of course, right. he wins, right? He wins the championship. Fard, New York, you're on the map. He wins the 2022 PBR World Championship. And I had an opportunity to sit down with Mike Swearingen, his uncle. And right. over a piece of pizza on uh, Sunday evening, he started telling me stories. And I was asking, I was asking, tell me about, tell me about. And, my goodness, he had great stories, has great stories. And I'm, I'm not recording it. And I'm sitting there thinking, I I should be doing something here. I don't know if you do it on video. I don't know if I record him with my phone. Not sure what to do. Fast forward to last summer, I'm up uh, in Leicester, New York, visiting Sam and Carrie Swearingen. Uh, my wife and I are up there, and it comes up again. We go out one evening to Sam's insurance agent. She's having a barbecue appreciation evening. In downtown Attica, we go there, and all of a sudden, I'm plugged back into the Attica community. We 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 saw the Rottenstraws and Melanie and and Jean and Becky, and it was like old times plugging us back in. And I'm like, gosh, we should be collecting this. I said to my wife, we should be collecting this information, this story. These relationships are so important, and it's all because of rodeo that we get connected. And I got connected with these folks. So, so when you post this up, when you create this New York State Rodeo Museum, and I discover it, I'm like, my goodness, that's, that's the final step. And um, a few weeks ago, Mike Swearingen posted up a picture about him riding Buffalo Bill the Bounty Bull in Utica, New York in 19, 
90 for $1,000, I called him and said, you got to tell me the story. And so I have on tape, I've collected that story, and that'll be, that'll be one, of the, one of the links we'll be putting up over the next week or so. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. And and it it's you know one story devolves to or connects to the next one, and uh, we just had so much fun. Sam came to town for the PBR uh, rodeo here, the event in Louisville last weekend, and we sat down, and I heard stories I'd never heard, and I've known him for thirty years, and cl- yep. and taped okay. every bit of it, Betty. Every bit of it, yeah. Yep. So, you know, every cowboy's got a story or two, or and 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 <laughs> a few cowgirls have some stories. Absolutely, <laughs> like you know the story of starting the ERA for goodness sakes. That's a pretty yep. cool deal. A lot of good girls oh, in there. Oh my goodness, and and it it takes people doing what you're doing, and what I mean by that is stepping out. Um, saying we got to do something, post it up to where the rest of us can get to. And it's amazing, as I said, almost, what, 1,200 members, and it's only been up a month or six weeks, something like that? Yeah. Something like that. Not not too awful long, but, you know, I was so excited when I got 50 yeah. members. Kind of, wow. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you imagine how I feel with all absolutely. these? Absolutely. <laughs> no, that is absolutely perfect. And and I think getting some of the stories to go along with the pictures. Oh, yeah. And they keep adding. Then now this new thing, Larry yeah. Mahan, yeah. and uh, I forget who posted it. And he says, I know he's not a New York State rodeo cowboy, yeah. but since he posted it, the rodeo cowboys have been posting how they met Larry and what they did with him and so it's a New York case. Absolutely. You know, it goes to Absolutely. Us. No, it's... There's nothing wrong with it. Completely connected. Absolutely. I was talking to Sam, yes. and he said Larry Mahan came to one of the very, very first rodeos that he produced. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, so there's connection all over the place. Absolutely. And... So, you know, that that ties in with it this It certainly case. does. And, and what's interesting, and you're seeing this, a lot of the pictures here... It's it's New York based from a cowboy stand uh, standpoint, cowgirl standpoint, the events, the rodeos, that sort of thing. But you also see these guys traveling out and about. You know whether it's Sam Swearingen yeah. winning the North America Rodeo Commission Saddle Bronc Riding Championship for two years, and I just yep. learned when he was here and we recorded it, there were a hundred saddle bronc riders in that event that he competed in. Wow. And for him, and for him to win it, that is just that is just amazing. So there's there's stories. The Phillips family, of course, right? Kenny Phillips in nineteen eighty five yeah. wins the IPRA bareback bronc riding championship. So New yeah. York Cowboys, Cowgirls out in the world doing pretty amazing things, and that's how you get connected with the Larry Mahan. Yep. Yep. You know, like I tell people, I don't care if the cowboy went over to Europe and mm-hmm. rode New York State cowboy. He still belongs on this page because he's he's still from Absolutely. New York. Absolutely, <laughs> no, that you you are exactly right. So I'm excited for what you're doing, so and, I, and I, I think we can put something together here that'll that'll um, 
help record some 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 history uh, on on tape. I hope so. I think you're doing a great thing, Doug. A great addition, a great addition to this page. And see, it's it's you and everybody else that's making this page. Yes. Yes, it's uh, it's the rodeo community doing what they do best, which is coming together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was I was just a dummy that fell and started. Well, you, we we all need we all we all need leaders that we can follow, Betty. Well, I don't know if I'm a leader. I just kind of fell well, into you, this. Well, you put it up there and said, "I've got an idea," and let me let me take a chance and put it out there and. I would say the response so far has been great, absolutely great. Well, I still, Doug, my main goal was to get a building so we can preserve Okay, okay. well, let's, yeah. You know, you know this Facebook, uh, how long will it, will it last, you know? But if you got it in a building, it'll last that's, forever. That's right, that's right. Well, let's, uh, that's my, that's my well, let's ask this of our members. If anyone is interested in uh, forming a committee or has some ideas about how to start the New York State Rodeo Museum building, let's let's uh, let's start to comment on 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 the Facebook page here. Well, um, my friend, I got my best friend that I grew mm-hmm. up with. She's done, um, and she she knows how to write them. Oh, knows how to write the grants. Yes, that's uh, it. <laughs> see, see, it takes more than one to put all this together. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, when you get old, you forget. Well, there's a lot going on. There just is. She wrote to me, uh, and she told me what all she had to do, and she said she'd do, if she could, she would write a grant for us. Oh, that is so excellent. So we got somebody that maybe can find us some money. So yep. we need some folks to help us start to move things forward, how to put a plan together. Yep. Okay. And I can't do it. Okay. Well, now that's not completely true. You started the EBRA. You started the ERA. I think you, and you started this Facebook page. I'd say you're pretty good at getting things going. Um, well, I hope we can. <laughs> but I you really... need some help. Yes. Lots of help. Lots of help. So we need, we need some volunteers to help us. Collect the collect the memorabilia. You said that uh, it's possibility of maybe getting uh, Dickie Barrett's clown car. Yes, the bucking car. The bucking car barrel. and the barrel. Okay, well that's that be, yeah. And and you know it should be there for people to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forever. Forever. Absolutely. And you've got great pictures on this webpage, or on your Facebook page, I should say, that uh, could be printed off and put up on the walls. And I know cowboys and cowgirls, as they win these these buckles and these saddles, they have more than they can they ever use. So right. wouldn't that be neat to have an all-around buckle maybe from 1980, or an all-around saddle maybe from the APRA, uh, and maybe 1987 or something like that. Wouldn't that be neat to have on display? And, you know, if you hit a rodeo uh, building, they would donate it. I think so. I think so. I know so. Okay. All They're right. rodeo people. Well, I was and out. And, you know, I think, I, I think with this page, if Ginger ever starts to write a grant, mm-hmm. this page will help. It'll show people what we got. We're serious about this. Absolutely. Call to action. That's what we do on podcasts. We need more stuff posted up. 
dig through your files, stuff, uh, get your pictures posted up, keep coming. And if you yeah. are interested in helping Betty start the, start the New York State Rodeo Museum building, location to be determined, but we, it sounds like we have access to somebody that can help us raise through grants, help us raise some money to maybe get this up off the ground. You know, maybe if we got some land, she could get a grant for us to build a building. That's what I'm thinking. I'm okay. not sure. Okay. Did you have that's, a, that's, a town or an area in place? An idea? Not really, no. because, I don't know, you got to have it somewhere where there's uh, tourists. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, you're in the Finger Lakes region. There's a lot of tourists come to town. Well, we never really had that many rodeos here, but I don't know if that would make a difference. Well, maybe we need to consider Attica? Attica or up by where Sam lives, they got the lake thing going up there. Okay. Lester up there oh, in up that in area. Okay. Okay. Because don't they have uh they we've been there trail riding. Um they got the falls and stuff that people go the park or something Mount, that people go to see. Mount, Mount Mount Morris? Up by Mount Morris? Yeah. What is it? What's the slogan yeah. on? I've been up there a couple times. What's it say? Best town by a damn site. <laughs> that's I'm not sitting I'm not swearing that's 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 what it says on the on the town sign as you roll in oh the dam the, the water going on. yeah oh gotcha <laughs> gotcha now I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, I, yep yep so yeah so um yeah what what is that called either there or Attica's a good place but I don't think there's as many tourists come to Attica as they do up there or uh, Mike and Sam are. Okay. So that's another question to the listeners. Where do you think would be a great uh, location for this museum in in New York? Where do you think it would be? Upstate? Would that be best? What what uh, East, West? What are you thinking? So let's see if uh, we get some responses. Well, you know here. what they say, location, location, location. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right. That's um, my thoughts, anyway. Okay. Well, I like uh, that thought. I like that thought. Earlier, you told me a story. Maybe we'll end with this today. You told me a story about living in Delaware County. And yep. um, you remember the 4-H? Yep. And what's the 4-H's? Uh, the four clovers. Let's see. I pledge my head to clear thinking. Head. Oh, head, yeah. My heart to greater loyalty. My hands to larger greater service. service. My health. My health for better living. <laughs> for right? my club, my community, my country, and my world. I don't know. You know, in the old days, I'd have had to run down to the library to find this. But with Google, you can find absolutely Yeah, anything. well, I should know it because we used every time we had a meeting, we had to do that. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, so you were asked... At uh, in in your 4-H club in Delaware County, you were asked to talk publicly. Was this the first time you spoke publicly? Mm, I don't think so. I okay. don't know. I don't remember. Okay. But just going back, Doug. Uh, yeah. I was we down there in Delaware County. We were the one of the first horse clubs in the 4-H. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So now you can go back to speaking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what was what was uh, what were you asked to speak about? Do you remember? Yeah, they they had a big uh, Delaware County meeting. The parents and the kids. The gym was full of people. And when I got there, the Corey County agent come up to me and he says, "You're going to give a talk today." <laughs> and I said, "Well, what am I going to talk about?" And he says, uh, "The difference between the county fair and the state fair." So. I got up there, and I gave my talk, and I looked at the county agent, and I, I was talking to him, and I gave my talk, and after I got done, this English teacher come up, and she says, you gave a great talk. Your English wasn't the best, but it took a back seat because your your talk was so good, and she says, you must have had uh, a lot of notes, and I had two words, county fair and state fair. <laughs> <laughs> She couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, that that is but, a neat story. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. But but Doug, when yeah. you live something, yeah, you can talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely. The knowledge and the pride and the uh, the passion, all of that comes forth for sure. That's absolutely what I pick up. The big difference between the county fair and the state fair was that the county fair we slept in tents, and at the state fair we slept in a building. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was the biggest that difference. That was the biggest uh, thing. That's a pretty big difference. It is. <laughs> yeah, it was different. Yeah. It was really different. Our Wayne uh, Delaware County Fair is one of the biggest fairs in New York State now. Okay. In fact, Delaware County, when I was a kid, was the second largest dairy county in New York State. Really? Okay. I don't think it is anymore, but back then, everybody had 25 cows. Okay. Okay. So everybody was milking up. Yeah, there was a dairy farmer every place. Okay. All over. And, you know, um, I learned a lot from the dairy farmers about how to take care and, and ride a horse. Is that right? They, they had horses, and they told me how to feed them. And uh, when I, I got my first pony, it was up to Camp Battles. I went up there, and they had a pasture full of ponies that, hadn't been handled or anything. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, um, myself, uh, Jim, uh, we we got the ponies out and we started training them. And his dad made us take our time. For two weeks, we could not take those ponies out of a walk. Okay. You know how hard that is <laughs> when you're a kid? Yeah. Yeah, you want to go. The third week, we could trot them. Okay. And I think we could trot for two weeks before we could lope them. Oh, wow. And it was hard to do, but if we didn't do it, we'd lost our chance to ride. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So so that was your first adventure in horse yep. training. And and it was the best thing, best thing I ever learned, training a horse. Yeah. Take your time. And how old were you then? Betty? I was 12, and then my mom bought one pony that I trained uh, when I was 13. Yeah. And I spent all my time with... McCony. <laughs> oh, that, that is excellent. Ginger, Teeny, and I, we went riding. Teeny was older, and she had a car, and she used to take us down to the Unadilla to the horse sale. Yeah, yeah. And one night, Ginger and I got to ride. One guy asked us if we'd ride his horses in the horse sale. Whoa, was that a big deal. <laughs> yeah, ride him through the ring. Yeah, and we were just kids, you know, 14, 13. That so is many so stories. Oh, so I many know. And, and and everybody has them. Everybody has them. And we want to get as many of those stories recorded so we can get them out there for folks to share. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So any final thoughts, Any anything before we say goodbye for the day, Betty? I guess we pretty well covered everything, Doug. Well, the big thing, I think it's just great what you're doing, and you're going to get out there, and we're just going to get this page better. I don't know how we can get it better, but we are. We, we certainly will. We certainly will. And the way we get it better is is the way all of our members are already engaged in putting stuff up and keeping it interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. and the memories that roll around, one connects to another. It's it's crazy. You know, when I was announcing I can remember talking about to the rodeo fans on the microphone that rodeos a lot about memories. So every run, every ride, the applause of the crowd, just the experience is what goes down and what gets recorded. And, um, you know, uh, a lot of the stories I hear, the vast majority aren't even on a ride, meaning not not during a barrel barrel run, more the adventure of getting there, getting home, the adventure of travel, you know, of training the, the animals and building the skills within them and ourselves. There was a lot, there is a lot that goes into it before before you get to show up and make that run. Well, like the one cowboy, he went, I guess they were in a hotel room. He jumps on the bed and he hit the ceiling with his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that was, but I laughed when I read it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you hear stories of cowboys with not a lot of money renting one room, splitting the $40 night between six cowboys, yep. right? And they yep. all, yeah, so... That's part of the adventure. That's part of the memory, that experience of rodeo. Well, we, we had a van and we had a, with a mattress we could put down. Mm-hmm. And we had people crawling in there at night and sleeping. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. We didn't care. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for sure. No, it's a great big community. And that's what's being shown on your Facebook page, that rodeo is a community. Yep, yep. Cool. Well, there's... Um, there's more stories to tell, but I think that's enough for today, Betty. So Yeah, I think it's been long enough for been an hour. Well, yeah, about, about. But we will we will uh keep thinking of subjects, you and I. And okay. um yeah, let's let's keep recording them. Okay, and, Doug. Okay. And, and again, again, thank you so much for doing this. This is Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York rodeo, the people, and the places that they take us. I really, really enjoyed my conversation with Betty. She's very dedicated to helping us preserve our New York State rodeo history. I encourage you each to visit and become a member of Betty Johnson's New York Rodeo Museum Facebook page, where there's lots of great photos, comments, and memories. Betty reminds us that she would like the Cowboy and Cowgirl Heaven Chat section to be more active. Another great way to pay tribute to those that blazed the trail for rodeo in New York. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.